This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. (laughs) Hallelujah. Matthew 28 verse 1. Let's read together. Or let's look at it together. In the end of the Sabbath, as it began to down towards the first day of the week, came Mary Magdalene and the other Mary to see the sepulchre. Verse 2. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door. He <laughs> didn't only stop at that, he sat. So that the stone will never be rolled again. Stones are being rolled away this morning. Hallelujah. That was demo, it was the angel was demonstrating the dominion of God. He sat over the stone. Hey, hallelujah. Verse 3. And something happened to the guards. His countenance was like lightning, and his raiment was white as snow. Verse 4. And for the fear of him, the keepers did shake and became as dead men. John 11. Let's start from verse 20. You will soon sit. Just stand with me for a while. John 11. Then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him, but Mary sat still in the house. Verse 21. Then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if thou hadst been here, my brother had not died. In other words, Lord, you are a bit late. If you were here on time. But Martha didn't know. The Lord is never late. And the Lord is never too early. Even though there is early rain in him. Mm. <laughs> Hallelujah. He said, if you were here, because she thought that Jesus could have done something about the guy not dying, but now the guy is dead. If something happened when I was 20, if I met him when I was 25, if I got the job when I was 40, if I did this when I was this, listen to me, resurrection cancels all that. Jesus responded and said to him, <laughs> verse 22, I love the master's answer. Jesus said, but I know, so she said, I know that whatever you ask God, God will give it to you. Then, verse 20, Jesus said to her, thy brother shall rise again. Ah, that's a message to somebody. And Mary said, woman means love this. We are either pushing things to the past or pushing things to the future. Oh Lord, our God, images past, they hope for years to come. But there's nothing about the present. It is man's nature. So when Jesus said, if we were here yesterday, it would have died. Then Jesus said, okay, that was then. Your brother shall live. Then she said, okay, he will live on the 
Martha said, I know that it shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Ah. Jesus said to her, resurrection? <laughs> resurrection is not an event. Resurrection is a person. <laughs> and Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Woo! Glory to God. You can have your seat this morning. God bless you. I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though ah, there can be <laughs> that word, though this is not supposed to happen, but at times things can go this way. He that believeth in me can be sick at times. He that believeth in me can lose something, but he he shall yet live. Then he said the second part. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. He said, do you believe this? That when something gets into my hands and it has a defect, the defect is restored back or is corrected. And if it has no defect, it will never have one. Hallelujah. I am the resurrection and the life. What is it about resurrection? Romans 8 1. Lord help us. I need to be alive this morning. Hallelujah. Mm. No guilty life. No guilty life. Yeah. No fear in death. This is the power of. From life also. I'm not there. Jesus come my my death. Still No scheme of man. Hallelujah. May from his hands he returns. Or cause me go. Here in the power of Christ, Hallelujah. Wonderful. What a blessed name in Christ alone. Now, <laughs> Romans 8 1. This is the reason for that song. No guilt in life. There is, therefore, now, when? No condemnation. To them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. No condemnation. We'll come back here. The same chapter towards the end. Verse 31. Let's read. There is therefore no condemnation. What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Next verse. He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justifies. Who is it that condemned it? It is Christ that died. Yea, rather, that is raising again. 
maybe I should briefly call this standing against condemnation. There is no condemnation because they are in Christ. There is a story I will read briefly. I want us to look at. And that is 2 Samuel chapter 12. What we are going to do this morning is to resist the accuser. Mm. Ideally, Christians should walk in abundance of life just like they have it inside them. But many times. Now, let's start from when Nathan said to David, you are the man. And David said, I have sinned. See, sin is terrible. But we are sons of light. Hallelujah. Glory to God. In Genesis, just stay, don't go there, just stay with this one. In Genesis 2, the last verse, the Bible says, And man and his wife, they were naked and they were not ashamed. Under the light of God, there's no shame. I said the Lord for service and I think you should go to that message for those of you who like to cover up things. The power of Satan, the power of his accusation against you is because you keep secrets. Yeah. And then the ability of Satan to make you keep doing it again is because there is a secret. Yeah. I personally believe that this is where Roman Catholic got the idea of making people to confess to the priest. It's not a dot, it's not what we practice every now and then. I don't believe you, but there are many people prophetically who are under the sound of my voice this morning. You are battling darkness. You are like Jacob. The first time they asked for his name, he lied. The father said that, are you Jacob? He said, no, I mean, so your son. God brought that opportunity again in 32, Genesis 32. An angel appeared to him and they wrestled all night long. At times, the spirit of God is wrestling with people. That you might be confronted with the dark soul that the power of God might remove that darkness. And the angel fought all night long and said to him, okay, what is your name? And he said, I am Jacob. Why he was ashamed of pronouncing that name? Because the name meant a supplanter, a cheat. So to say that I'm a cheat was difficult. But one day, Jacob stood. What happened between himself and Angel was a kind of prototype or a foreplay of what will happen at the cross. Because that was the day Jacob became a new creation. And the Bible says after that, that encounter, the sun rose upon his head. After this service, the sun will rise. After four services, a lot of people spoke to speak to a lot of pastors. A lot will happen. People have walked up to me. I'm having an affair with my boss. I'm doing this. As soon as it was mentioned and they were prayed with, they never returned to it again. But people who cover things. That's why people say that he that covered his sin shall not prosper. What makes people to that is she, as soon as Adam fell, the first thing they did was to sow figly to cover themselves. It's always in the nature of man. In chapter 2, last one, the Bible said that they were naked and they were not ashamed. But in chapter 3, after they said, they started getting ashamed and they were covering themselves. Fig leaves will not cover you. The glory covers you. And I told them for service, the power of sin is in the secret that he holds in people. It's always like a seed you plant. On, when you want something to grow, you plant, you insert into the soil and cover it with soil. And it's happening with a lot of people. So I told them for service, so up to now, so we all know, David took someone's wife and killed the husband. Have you stopped respecting David? So you all know that Abraham slept with his maid. Have you stopped respecting Abraham? Don't let Satan guilt trip you and tell you things 
This is why, look, get to a point in your life. If you need to open up to a leader, open up and don't be ashamed. It's not going to do anything to you. The secret is biting you because you are keeping it. The power of God is in, the power of Satan is in dark. God is in light. That's all. And whatever is brought to light, God takes care of. Whatever is kept in the dark, Satan walks with. Sometimes healing me things. The Lord will have to lead you to make some people confess some things before they are prayed for. Because people keep things. That woman's nature is there. When a man feels his naked, he wants to cover himself. And you can't really cover yourself. Only God can cover you. Jesus will raise a child before he returns. That if a believer stumbles and commits it, whether if it, whatever, communication, whatever, they are bold enough to quickly walk up to somebody who can restore them. That's why Paul said that if any man is overtaking any iniquity, those of them that are spiritual, restore that person. But see, this is the reason for restoration. Well, where is that scripture? If any man be overtaking any faults, what way? Those of you that are spiritual, restore such one. Galatians 6, verse 1. Give me Galatians 6, 1. Because this morning, very soon, I'm going to get us to pray. Ay, ay. Brethren, if any man be overtaken, it's possible that a Christian be overtaken. You that are spiritual, restore such one. Doesn't mean he cannot restore himself. There are certain levels of things going on in you that you have to talk to a leader. This is not very common. This is just the scripture. Then we read for uh, James 5. Let's read again from verse 13. And we, that's about all I read from what we read for James 5 from 13. The Bible says, if anyone's overtaken, let those of them are spiritual. Some spiritual men need to restore some people. You know, and I'll show you why. Is any among you afflicted? Let him pray. Is anybody let him sing psalm? Verse 14. Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders. And people's business can be sick. See, this is what the devil does. There is sin committed. There is effect of sin committed. Satan tries to use the effect to begin to produce death in people. Especially if you have not allowed the truth of the power of God to fall on that thing. It remains a dark area where the devil is growing and it can begin to affect things around you. We are going to see it in a man after God's, uh, after God's earth. And I'll show you why this is important. See, believers who do something wrong and walk up to a leader or someone to tell them to pray with them, they are not fools. They are wise. And you will see it in David. The reason why people do that. But those who say, I pray, I don't want to talk to anybody about it. No problem. Now, <laughs> the next verse. He said, let the others pray over Verse 15. And the prayer of faith will save the man. The Lord shall raise him up. If you have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. After when? When the elders pray for him. Is that what the Bible says? Is that right? Let him call for the elders. Can't he pray by himself? But the Bible says for this particular situation, the elders will pray for him, they will anoint him, then he will be forgiven. Why? Verse 16 gives the reason. Confess your fault one to another. Pray for one another that you may be healed. So at times, healings don't happen in church because there are things people are keeping. They have not fulfilled the first part. Somebody explained and said that it means that when you wrong somebody, you apologize. It means that, but it goes beyond that. Confess your fault one to another. 
pray for one another that you may be healed. I have seen marriages ending. They got married and she never told him what she used to be and everything. When they got to the area of Israel having children, a gynecologist, they were asking all those questions and she had to talk about this. And the husband was ending for the first time in abortion. She had just walked away from the marriage. So when people tell that they are separated, many times they don't tell you the deep truths. There are things. There are things. How many guys have I ministered to? Well, I mean, this happened many years back. I've not seen that lately, but some years back that he had done all sorts with all kinds of women and everything. God getting my all of a sudden he just couldn't have election again. I mean, once in a while before it's not important, but he just found out there are many things, and then he got to a point, the doctor he had to now start telling the wife the whole truth about many things. And then at that level, the question will now become: so how many more things do I know that you are keeping? There's no record against a believer in it, but there are cases where God is not about God forgiving you. Forgive straight away. Forgiveness is already available before you, are, before you ask for it. It's about bearing some seeds, terminating them from continuing. It's beyond forgiveness. And I'm going to show you something that we... So the Bible says, we just saw it now. Let's go to David's story. So go to 1 Samuel 12, 2 Samuel 12. When Nathan said, you are the man, David said, I've sinned. If you look, give me that verse. Nathan said, you are the man. Second Samuel 12, maybe verse 10. Nathan said, thou art the man. Thus hear the Lord God. I had not kill over Israel and delivered thee out of the hand of Saul. Go to verse 10. So Nathan said, now therefore Saul shall never depart from because thou hast despised me. Thou hast taken the wife of Royal the Hittite to be thy wife. Verse 11. Thus said, Lord, behold, I will raise up evil against thee out of thy own house. I will take thy wife before thy eyes and give them to thy neighbor. He shall lie with them in the sight of everybody. And actually, Absalom did that. Absalom did that. For he took all his wife one day, arranged a tent where everybody can see in town on top of the house and slept with them. She, he actually did that. For thou did it in secret, but I will do this before all Israel and before the son. Verse 13. And David said to Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. Pay attention here. And Nathan said unto David, The Lord has also put away thy sin. Thou shalt not die. In other words, you are forgiven. Verse 14. He said, I'll be it. You are forgiven, but notwithstanding. You have set a cause in motion. Did you get that? Oh, thank God for the blood of Jesus. You know, Jesus was yet to come. God told David that I have forgiven you. You will not die. But all the things listed, he said, because of what you did, you are liable to blaspheme the name of the Lord. That child will die and several things will happen to you. Now, David obtained forgiveness, but he did not receive restoration. The seed was not uprooted. God forgave him but the consequences of what he did. The first judgment was that sword will not depart from your house. After this incident, all of a sudden, Ammon just kept looking at the same sister that they had been living in the house before. You see, this is why, when you talk about works of the flesh or loss, they are two types. You can become lustful because of the weakness of your flesh. But it can get to a level, it can become a spiritual matter. Anger can be a work of the flesh. 
And it can migrate and become a spiritual thing. When it does, it's always terrible. And there are stories all around to tell. I get what I'm saying. So, he said, David, son will not depart. And Ammon just woke up. It's as if David just opened the gate of hell over his family. Ammon and Timna, the sister, half-sister, they were born of different mothers, had been growing up. Ammon was 20. He didn't rape his sister. He was 24. He didn't rape his sister. But after this part, because there is an invisible edge that keeps God's people. As a church right now, there is an edge. And the leaders here must be careful that we don't do things that will open the door for the adversary. They attributed most of those things that happened in the Testament to, say, to God. Actually, it was Satan. But David left the door open. I began to say on Wednesday, there are many doors in your house. Some doors have no consequences if they, don't, if they are not locked. Many of you don't lock doors between room and room. Except you are suspending somebody in your house. If you bring somebody in and you don't know the person very well, you are likely to lock the door of your room that night. But if you are living with your family like that, and the children, you don't. I was told some, some parents do that. I was even told that some husband locked their wardrobe against the wife. Something is wrong with him. Okay, sorry. I don't know your wife, so. <laughs> Maybe you know what you are doing. So, so I don't know. But I, I, I'm, I'm talking to those of us here. When you talk like this, this message will go online. So people will they look for a way to attack a message. I'm talking to people in nature. So if the message does not bless you, shut up and leave us alone. A word in advance. I get what I'm saying. So, <laughs> amen. The, oh, God. But there's a door you cannot afford not to lock when you are going to sleep. All of you know the main door. And if you are the only one leaving the compound, you also lock your gates. If you leave your gate open, somebody can enter and wait for the right time when they can enter the house. But nobody jokes with the front door. See, in your life, there are doors. Your mind is a door. Your mouth is a door. But I'm not about to go deep into this today. But there are doors. But beyond that, there are actions that you can take and they open a door. Now, every time a stranger comes in and hits you. God can heal and help you. But if you don't close the door, the help and the forgiveness will heal the situation, but it will not close the door. That means another thing can come in again. Are you with me? My dear, wonderful drama. God bless you. I saw people were crying when the drama was going on. Ah, some Africans have become Europeans. Me I sat at the bar, they gave us popcorn. I was more interested in <laughs> wonderful scripts. One of the leaders told me that I was crying. I said, you, a man. I said, that's interesting. So that's why I don't like emotional films. What watch a movie? What shooting movies? I mean, let's... <laughs> All these movies where they are just talking. It's like you're watching Telemundo. <laughs> if you like it, no problem. <laughs> yeah, I just growing up, I've, I've always believed that I've not watched a movie until they shoot. How can you call it a movie? And there's no shooting. So you, it's like actually African magic now. So, uh -huh, let them shoot. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you with me? 
this is you deal with the issue but the door is open sometimes this is where a man of authority comes in and they help you close the door this is why at times also it's important that in the place of prayer the holy spirit shows you everybody under the sound of my voice hear me clearly if god does not make certain adjustment to your life things will continue to be the same there is to move to the next level the vessel must change the holy spirit from time to time we are just something in you to move to next level it's always be there's something you are not doing you need to start doing and there's something you are doing that you need to stop doing and when you have made an attempt to stop and so it's not stopping it's time to talk to an elder some can speak into your life and the thing will stop as a matter of fact telling somebody about something itself brings light on that thing and it stops you see the the the, the difficult part we we'll go back to the story of them is this let me, I will close, I just want to close on that day by opening doors. But by the blood of Jesus Christ, we are going to shut every door. Even though there are many people after this service, we need to wait behind and speak to a leader. Yes, I said that for service and I'm saying that again. Because they will just shut the door once and for all. By speaking the word and agreeing with over in the place of prayer. You see, it can be tough. When you are Jacob, and your personality the most difficult thing where man fights god most is for god to change a man is for god to change a man somebody says that is still challenging god till today that you can save them but you cannot change them is that not the story in the larger part of christianity people are saved but people are not changed so we pray in tongues but we still commit fornication Believers pray in tongues and worship, but they still embezzle. Believers are not nice. Some are horrible bosses, don't treat people well. But their voice is the loudest on Sunday. They are saved, but they are not changed. This is why you see a Christian men beating their wife. They are saved, but they are not changed. Does he call Jesus his Lord? Yes. Does he pray to Jesus? Yes. But it's not changed. Yeah. How will it be very quickly in Nigeria? If every young woman begins to live a pure life, what will happen to this country? I have met some guys as I have preached, and they tell you that, oh boys, don't leave this matter. The ones who are going to your church, somebody said it to me one day. What's the difference between us? What about those who are going? And I told them for service, I mean, I was in the notes. That's why I'm not talking about this. Uh, I, I, I refuse to write on Facebook about this worship leader that died. To me, it's a very serious assault, and em I, I'm embarrassed as a pastor. In this generation it's a big embarrassment that that is happening now miss paul wrote about it he said that is happening you are not mourning christians are debating now the whole world is talking about christian's marriage more terrible than their own marriage it's, it's a shame and it's not limited to one church it's everywhere what christians do to their wife it's terrible when i was serving in nnps i told them i dropped a book written by pastor about marriage and somebody in hijab she was going to give her life to just got that book so she waited for me to go you know hijab call people from the northland and she waited for me to leave she picked the book and she was reading when i came i noticed that she was quiet because we were even limited what we could decide what well, i mean foolish and everything in those regions very and then she began she just asked me that come copper that is that what your bible says about marriage i said yes she said wow you guys are lucky she clarified she was she turned back here and said ah you are lucky 
Then in the star body the following day, I didn't even know that was, I, I started when uh, Barcelona and uh, uh, Arsenal played Champions League final. The only time Arsenal got to the final. And it's of, uh, you see, I know that I have some friends, they are, they are abroad. Uh, Bumi and Co, they might be watching and they, they don't like when I say this. You see, but the unfortunate thing is this, or the truth is this. If God were to pattern your life after the club you support, which club will you choose? Some are always near, but they never get it. Perpetually on fifth or fourth position. Is that what you want? So, I, you know, I didn't mention any club. I just said, Amen. <laughs> Please don't send me a message after this. I did not mention any club. I started by saying what happened with a club, but I didn't see I'm still talking about that club. <laughs> so in the Starbucks, we're trying to remember who scored the last goal. I know I, I was shocked. I didn't know it was her. Somebody just says Paletti, uh, a Brazilian. So I turned back. It was this lady in the job. He said, yes. So when we came down from the Starbucks, I went to her office and we were talking. And she told me. About two or three of them told me the same thing. Oh, I went to Universal so so. I did my, I, I finished with 2-1. I finished with this one. He said, but you know, as it is in our culture and our religion, I don't know whether one 75-year-old man, I was the best in my class. Yet I don't know whether he's 75-year-old man is talking to my father or marrying me. The man, all the teeth. And he said, uh, maybe as a fifth wife, and you dare not say no. And she said, somebody very close, somebody I know, um, they are, I will, let me quote it this way, that uh, somebody, some people in authority, where they were staying, let's say like House of Rep or something like that, where they were staying together, one of them from another part of the country took a maid, sending the mail around, and then one day the husband impregnated the maid, and then the husband told her that from today, you have to start taking care of her. So the maid will sit down. The madam will go and carry food down. And she must not show a sign of, until she came to see this person that I know. She knelt down in her seat and she was crying. I said, you know, in our culture, there's nothing we can do. Marriage would have been a solid testimony. Because Jesus came to offer liberty. All through the Bible, Jesus never rebuked any woman. Those who are talking nonsense, it is when you are in a religious church, they subject women, women, they make them go down. They are the devils. They are the ones that must even be airy. See that all the do's and don'ts are women. It's, a, it's another way of allowing Satan to use you to oppress women again. Jesus called Peter Satan. Jesus rebuked John. But even the one that was caught in the out of adult, Jesus refused to rebuke her. He just said, go and sin no more. He knew what he was doing. They were already condemned by the law. But Jesus brought grace. So nobody can defend women like Jesus Christ. Nobody. Hallelujah. Nobody. He met one by the well and straight away turned out to an evangelist. Yes. That's the way the kingdom of God is. But if you have a religious church, they still suspect every woman and view them as if men are devil, men, men are double, triple devil. Talk of genocide and all this. Who are the people doing this? So who is the real devil? I know there are some young men, they are beginning to tell that women is all about money. Is it, is it true? 
I guarantee there are women all over this auditorium. They work, they earn, they do well. They will support a man to be the best God wants him to be. So if you are listening to me, there's somebody that told that women, they look for money. Some women don't need your money. They are looking for a healthy family that we can build together. Yeah. When I was in school, the best friend in my department was a woman. So what, what? I mean, so how much do you have saved? Anyway, let's leave that one. Let's <laughs> so, somebody, how much does he have? 60,000. Is that... <laughs> There might be women who go after money. No doubt about it. I will see that in society. But I'm saying that don't make the mistake of thinking. And when you meet the right woman and she discovers that you are trying to flash money to prove a point, she went that relationship. Because that is how it will continue. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Let me close with David. Is somebody getting blessed? Who can stand against the Lord? No one no one way. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I see the victory of the Lord here this morning. I see condemnation disappearing. Condemnation is bigger than accusation. It accuses them, it gets people stopped. They just stay there. So, Ammon looked at the sister. The invisible force that kept the family together. This is why, sir and my husband and wife never stop praying together. Never stop praying together. Here is the truth. There is a tendency in every man to want to do more than one woman. If the Holy Spirit does not help you, women don't understand. By nature, men are attracted to what they see. After a woman begins to live with a man for one year, two years, three years, maybe 80% of the men, your soul begins to long for something. It is the foundation for extramarital affairs. But you see, the way Satan paints temptation, it looks simple at the beginning. But it comes with packages. If they told David that day, I'm sure he wouldn't have done it. As he stood on that one and looked at that, if they told us, this woman baiting there, it will end with two sleeping with her. Your firstborn will rape your first daughter. The secondborn will chop up the head of the firstborn. A baby will come to the palace and die. If they told David all that, you will have to be a madman to continue. But it looked like, and then if David was told that, you will end up killing this woman's husband. He wouldn't have done it because he loved God. But all he saw was that beautiful woman, Bethany. And this outsider makes temptation. So it makes it look like just do it and just say, Lord, I'm sorry, and it is over. But you don't know that it's like a needle and thread. There are many more things coming. Except the power of mercy is brought in. I'm sure the day David sat on his throne. So that was why he did not have the moral justification. Go and read the Bible. There was no record that David did anything to Ammon for raping his sister. Your son raped your oh, and he was looking at the boy. Because the moment you begin to sin as a leader, you lose your authority. When Bible class that we had, I told the leaders, when he sent out Joab, David told them, don't approach the wall. He sent out Joab to a particular wall, for a particular wall. He said, don't shoot, don't stay close to the wall. You know, he was a man of war. He started fighting from age 17. And he destroyed the biggest of, of them, Goliath. He said, because from experience, 
They, the people will be shooting from the wall and there will be many casualties. Joab, being a disobedient leader that he was, he approached the wall. Why did Joab do that? He had seen the king's nakedness. The letter that killed Raya was sent to, through Raya to Joab. Joab read the letter. Letter says, set this guy at the hottest part of the battle and withdraw from him. I gave a message, if you remember a while on that, Raya did not die because he was fighting the hottest battle. He died because they withdrew from him. It was the second instruction that killed him, not the first. David put two instructions in that letter. Set him at the altest part of the battle, one. Number two, when he's at the altest part of the battle, everybody withdraw from him. No matter the battle you are fighting in your life, however hot it is, if there are people fighting with you, with a lawyer heart, you are destined to win. The fall will only happen when they withdraw from him. So Ryan got to the war front, he was fighting. He was the only valiant man that died that day because they left him, everybody withdrew from him. May people who mean well, may they never depart from you. Are you getting me? So when Raya died, the battle continued. They advanced towards the wall and they shot from the wall like David and many people died. And David was to give an account. So he sent a soldier, go and tell the king that uh, we approached the wall. Many people died. He said, when he gets angry, did I tell you? Quickly chipping that, sir, Raya is dead also. And that was what happened. The soldier got back and told David that, sir, uh, we mistakenly approached the wall and many soldiers died. And the king wanted to get, and the guy said, Sir, Uriah is also dead. The one you wanted us to kill, Atipa. I know what David said. Instead of you together, he said, You see, tell Job to be strong. He said, They saw divorce both here and there. In other words, he was, there was bound to be some casualties. That was what David said. When Absalom saw that the father did nothing, he arranged for a party. David had lost the spiritual signal. He somehow knew that Absalom was up to something. Because Timna, Timna was Absalom's direct sister. And the, from the day the sister was in, the Bible said that Absalom did not talk to Ammon. No word again, no greeting. So David knew that there was something between them. And Absalom came one day and said, Sir, I want to do my birthday. Let's say they live in Lagos. I want to go and do party in Abuja. Let all the king's son come. He said, he first started by saying, Daddy, I want you to come. The king said, ah, ah. If you want to host me, I will have to fly my jets. I will have to come with all these my wives. I will have to do this. I said, no, 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 don't bother. I said, okay, sir, you cannot come. But let our firstborn and the rest come. It sounded somehow to David. He first said, no. Perhaps Salon pleaded, Daddy, if you won't go, then let the let God go now. David said, reluctantly. And sometimes the Spirit of God is trying to call your attention to what somebody is asking you. So when you feel, when you lose your peace about anything, if you don't feel right about it, don't do it. Go back and pray. It can be a property, an apartment. Once you, once you want to pay, the Holy Spirit has a way of letting you that something is wrong. You might not hear a voice. You will hear voices. Many of you, prophets can hear and not even in nothing. They hear for others. Many times they might not hear about their own personal stuff. We are all guided by the Spirit of God. At times God speaks, but many times it guides, it leads. You just feel that don't buy that land right now. Wait right now. So David told them to go. And Absalom told all the guys, when everybody is drunk and the parties are to speak, kill my brother Ammon. And the protocol were like, we will kill your brother. What, what are we going to tell your father? He said, I am, I am the one asking you to do it. And then Ammon died. Then Absalom himself turned against his father. Like the prophecy Nathan said, raped the father's wife publicly. And then he was the most handsome of all the children 
another one who died. And the king was like, what's going on here? Then Adonijah, another son, was struggling for the kingdom with Solomon and Solomon killed his own brother. I believe David wouldn't have done what I'm Solomon. So how many children one acts a man after God's heart? There is therefore now no condemnation. A Christian might have done something wrong if he stands on the blood. Why we talk at times is because as long as God will never pay you back for what you have done. Jesus has been paid. You understand? He has paid. Jesus has paid. All God's wrath and punishment against a Christian, Jesus came as a diversion. It landed on him. But here is the problem. There is also someone else in the game called Lucifer, accuser of the brethren. Once he can successfully put guilt in you, he can bring the repercussion back. It's not from God. It's from the accuser of the brethren. The reason why God brought this system in is that the moment you stand between uh, before an elder and you let them know, sir, I don't know what happened. I'm, in a, I'm a Christian, but in that office I stumbled. I had this thing with this girl. I feel bad about it. And they pray with you. There is a witness. And remember, one will chase a thousand. Two will do what? And out of the mouth of two or three, not one witness, every truth shall be established. Now, there is a witness that stands with you to say that he is forgiven. One, the blood takes care of the consequences. So we can never suffer the consequence of what we have done. You do get that? Hallelujah. That will also save you from doing it another day because now you have to be accountable. Is someone blessed this morning? Hallelujah. I see. Please play that this last song. I have a feeling that after today's service, many people will have to come to the altar to pray. People come to pray at the altar after every service, but I feel like more people. Light is going to shine over your life. The journey is found. God is taking you to places. In the name of Jesus Christ, no voice of accusation against anybody anymore here. The message encounter two editions said, when by the Spirit I called out a pedophile that was led and I ministered to the man and I saw him a month after. The person I saw on that day was not the person I saw afterward. A radical change that taking place. Joy and freedom. I told the first service, I ministered to about three or four homosexuals in this church and every single one of them in less than five minutes left it. It never came. I asked some of them two years after it never came back again. Only one I didn't see again. He never came back to church again. Because they decided to say, look, there's no point hiding this. I told you, if we knew all the flaws of Abraham and we still respect him as father of faith, there's nothing they can know about you that means anything. There are many people who know that they need help, but Satan keeps telling them, maybe you are from a place, I told you, when, when they know your issue in church, number one, what is the issue that people in the church have never heard before that makes this one special? And number two, it takes a stupid pastor and a wicked church that you talk to them in confidence and they are now broadcasting it. If anybody does that, to leave them alone. 
there is only one law that God gives to such a people. Give that person four years. It will repeat what you have done and do more mistakes than yourself. Because the moment somebody comes to you and you expose them, you are exposing yourself. The grace that is helping you to stand will be taken away. That you too might have a full. So that's why you don't even. If you are, if you are a pastor, like I say you, you you don't even look down people. I have one love for all the leaders. I told them if a leader does something, especially maybe like infidelity, if a leader does it, if they walk up to me and tell me, I mean, I pray with them, nothing. They even get promoted. I I don't I don't I believe for them to have opened up to have come to have they we go through a prayer together and then nobody I don't even discuss my wife. But I tell that if by the spirits, and this has happened before, if the Holy Spirit tells me and I found out you are out, that means that you are trying to break the link. You are not honest. Because if I ever do something, or even if I talk out of anger and everything, I apologize publicly to the leaders. Why covering? Why am I praying with you? Why are we joining only hands together and our hearts are not pure towards one another? Do you know this is robbing the body of Christ of so many things? I know some people have been betrayed before. But you see, being given fake currency, having an accident on the road does not mean you should stop driving forever. Yes. Planes have crashed in this country. We all still enter plane. Even in Nigeria. You will just whisper prayer before entering. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? If a plane crash, crashes, if a plane, I mean, that a plane crashed yesterday, does not even not enter plane today. But there will be spirit of fear in the atmosphere. As I put enter two, three times and nothing, they will just forget about it. That's how it works. When pandemic first started, so people felt like, is this end time? Is this the end of the... Christians were listening to messages. They were not living only. Netflix dropped. Messages. Apostle man called myself, that one is a man of wisdom. He said, after four months, when they don't see the Son of Man on the sky, he said, people will go back to Netflix. <laughs> that's like, because, see, you can't chain people with fear. Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. I want to stop here. Let's rise. Is someone blessed this morning? Somebody shout. I didn't say what you should. I want to say shout something. Well, you didn't let me say that thing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory to God. Lift up your right hand. Say in the name of Jesus Christ, I refuse to have fellowship with any form of darkness. I'm a child of God. I'm forgiving. In the name of Jesus Christ, say loud, by the blood of Jesus, my errors, my mistakes, they are taken care of instead of judgment. Say that one loud. Say it again. One more time. I have mercy. Shout that word mercy. By the blood of Jesus. Mercy over my past. Mercy over my present. Mercy over my future. In the name of Jesus Christ, any gates, any door that are mistakenly opened or are open intentionally, where the enemy is coming in, 
to attack physically, spiritually, emotionally, financially, and in any other way. In the name of Jesus, by the power of the blood of Jesus Christ, those doors are shut right now. Somebody pray for about a minute. If there is any door against me, against my family, consciously or unconsciously, I have let some doors open. I speak from the place of the blood of Jesus this morning. Those doors are here by shots. Jesus name wherever area everybody lift up your hands I just want to pray in 30 seconds in the name of Jesus Christ our Lord anyone who has deviated anyone who has been slowed down by some occurrences in your life anyone struggling with a dark soul whatever is going on that is not of God by the covenant of mercy this morning by the power of the blood of Jesus Christ, you are set on the right path again. Amen. The past is cancelled. Restoration is offered. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Somebody shout a loud amen. amen. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today, I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you.